Welcome to the Ladies of the Chains Disc Golf Podcast. My name is Becca Kephart, and I am just over the moon, overjoyed to today be speaking with DGA and Kansas City's own Allie Smith. Allie, how are you? Hello. Hi. I'm I'm doing great. I'm in beautiful Oregon. Yeah. We've got some beautiful weather. I'm 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 having a great last couple months. So I'm, yeah. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I mean, yes, can confirm, at least from the outside looking in, it has been fun to watch. Um, so I want to kind of get into it of, of your whole disc golf story. Um, but, you know, up front here, since you mentioned you're in Oregon, have you been to Oregon before? No, um, until the tour, the furthest west I had been was Colorado and, and Denver at that, not oh, even wow. past the mountains. Oh, that's awesome. So this is this yeah. is a whole lot of new territory for you. Um, I'm it trusting sure at this is. this point you've probably practiced Milo already. Is that correct? Sure have. I've gotten two practice rounds in at Milo. Yes. Awesome. Is it is it everything everyone says that it is? Oh my gosh. And and more. And they've taken this year, they've taken the east and the west and made it into like a gold. safari it's it's pretty natural flow to it i think i I haven't played the them singly so i don't know what that's like but yeah it's a beautiful course um the the property it's like manicured well it is a state park as well so yeah to have it be like a public park is crazy to have like an elite golf course disc golf course here it's pretty cool Awesome. How are how are you feeling about the the courses so far? Are they feeling pretty comfy to your game? Like, what are some insights about this this gold layout? I think it does play. I've got I've, I've gained a lot of like power and distance. Yeah. Um, in the last really year, um, since coming to Team DGA, I I laid off the forehand and really learned my backhand and my form and got the mechanics down. And so I've just been, I've been a power backhand girl now, <laughs> um, which if you knew me back in my amateur days or in the past, it was like, I'm throwing a power forehand and, and really trying to finesse a disc. But now I can like throw a, a standard hyzard and like be 350 and be like, that was an awesome golf shot. So there is a lot of shots like that here off the yeah. tee that are like hyzer around the, the big tree or just get into the open spot and then find, kind of work uh, your upshot approach from there. So I think that's going to really play into my strength um, for this this weekend. Awesome. Well, let's kind of go back to the beginning, um, kind of speaking to that power forehand just a little bit about how I first met you um, it was 2020 I think it was September October the Kansas City wide open had been pushed back because of the pandemic and it was wild because you know I kind of tried to jump right back into where things had been pre-pandemic and there were all of these players in the FA2 division that I didn't know. And so for the first time since I had kind of started playing tournaments in 2017, I was on a card with two people I didn't know and one of them was you. And we played that first round at the new Swope here in Kansas City and it was sustained 30 to 40 mile per hour winds. It was miserable. It was just not great weather but it was so fun to play with you and Courtney and I just had a blast playing with y'all but it was so demoralizing because I would throw my hardest and it would go like 50 feet I was like okay well that's what's happening today 
And yet you, I could still see, okay, there's something going on here. Um, and it was so fun to watch uh, your forehand and and just get to know you a little bit through that round. Um, so that's how I first met you. But let's kind of get back to how you started playing disc golf and competing. Because that was your first tournament, right? That Kansas City Wide Open. Yes, that was my first yeah. tournament and first rated round was with yeah. you was, yeah coming for full circle it's pretty cool um so how I got into disc golf actually I I played ultimate in college uh Missouri State um I played all five years of college there ironically though the first day of college my freshman year you know you go to that like big assembly where they're like oh we've got this club and that club and organization sorority join us kind of thing um and I and I had already had some like knowledge about throwing a disc and it was more ultimate based with friends um but I didn't find the ultimate team table I found the disc golf table and there was a couple guys and they were like yeah we're going out to the course you know right after this if you you know hop in the car and we'll go and so I was like okay I gotta make friends somehow so I go to this course I, I play and I'm trying to throw like an ultimate style and it's just awful <laughs> my arm hurts I'm like this is terrible I can't do this I hate it I don't like doing things I'm not good at so that was the end of disc golf I quickly did find the ultimate table and played ultimate frisbee for like I said five years met my fiance my caddy now Mary Cannon um through that and graduated college um I became a high school math teacher moved back home to Kansas City and I didn't, I didn't want to pursue ultimate. I didn't want to stay in shape. I didn't want to run. <laughs> and I didn't really want to find um, a team, something that would require me to go to practices or need commitment as I'm trying to get my feet wet with teaching. Um, I think maybe a year goes by and I, I live in Liberty and or I, my, I lived in Liberty at the time and Bad Rock Creek is there. And I was like, there's a disc golf course here. It, it wasn't there when I went to school when I was in high school. It, I think it got built in 2014 yeah. after I had left for college. And so I was like, I got to give this a try. I asked my parents for the like a starter set um, <laughs> for Christmas, got the starter set and was quickly hooked to disc golf. So that was probably hmm, maybe 2018 that I got the starter yeah. set. So I was a little bit pre-pandemic. I like to put that in there. I'm not an ultimate player that transitioned because of the pandemic. Right. We had, we saw a lot of those, those girls and yeah. we really wanted them to stay. Ultimate got them back. Um, yep. But yep. that, that's really my start to disc golf. Um, Mary and I would just play casually after work uh, just to kind of get a hike in with some, some exercise. Um, I think I I stum I think we were maybe it, I can't remember we were at some course I think you uh, were we, at we Hill. Upon. if I'm remembering the story right with okay. Anna I think you were at Pleasant yes. Hill yeah. yes which is weird because that's like an hour away from yeah. from Liberty Pleasant that's I don't yeah. know how I'm, I'm sure it was like disc golf course review and yeah. I was just like searching through and was looking for some like maybe shorter course yeah. and so I end up yeah in in P Hill. And Anna Hare is there and we're essentially playing through because it's just Mary and I kind of throwing quickly. And I guess I get I get a good forehand off. And Anna is like, um, do you want to compete? You need to come to this event, the Kansas City Wide Open. It's this big event like you. You've got to come. 
hold on, I'm going to roll my window up. Somebody just, I'm, I, I went to get good service. So I'm in like a parking lot. And yeah. Oh, I, I've heard stories about that Oregon sitch. So no worries. <laughs> um, so Anna, right. This strange stranger, these people are just like, you're really good at disc golf. You need, you got to compete. I, I had no idea that events or tournaments existed. I thought this yeah. was just a fun in the park sport. And that's, it spread like wildfire. I played the Kansas City wide open. So that was, yeah, I think October 20, 2020. Yep. Yeah. 2020. I, I get the 19 and 20. That, that COVID know, year right? meshed into two years into one. I feel um, that. So played the wide open in FA2. I had no idea about right. the divisions or like, Anna was just like, there's a spot open. You should join. So I joined FA2. Knew that I needed to move up into FA1, and I did win every amateur event until Ledgestone. So I think I like 10 events yeah. that I won in a row, and I'm like, this has just got to be a fluke, right? I just, it didn't feel real. Like, I, yeah. I, I really didn't. So I hit Ledgestone as an amateur. I get eighth place. I, yeah. I have a misplay on, on the second hole, and pretty much takes me out of it. I, I can't come yeah. back after like, in my mind, you know, sure. Hindsight is twenty. Yeah. So um I get eighth. And that's humbling. That's kind of what I needed to like. Yeah. Yeah. You you do have what it takes, but like you can you gotta put in the effort and the the time and practice. Um I drove from that loss at Ledgestone straight to Orlando, Florida to play Am Worlds. I sneaked in. I was the last snuck in. I was the last <laughs> spot to register for yeah. Am Worlds. Wow. Um, because I wasn't invited because I hadn't right. played events and the, the way the PDGA does that. Um, so I did get in and I happened to take home amateur worlds that yep. year in 2021. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, yeah. this is, this is the fire I needed. I, I was trying to lie to myself that I, I was this educator and that I, I yeah. really loved teaching and in my heart, I, I love parts of it, but I, it was not bringing me joy or happiness. Mm -hmm. And I just, I had, had to try disc golf. Like I, yeah. I, I, I'm apparently skilled at this enough to like give it a go. And so yeah. I decided to not re-sign my contract for, for being a teacher, high school math teacher. And I said, I'm going to go on the, the road full time. It's kind of a leap of faith. Yeah. Um, definitely a lot of uh, monetary uh, spending just to, yeah. to get out here right we bought a truck uh, we bought a camper trailer the gas the the lodging yeah. food like we're just living it it may feel like travel but it's um it is a job and, yeah. and I'm happy to be here I am every day I wake up just ecstatic um that I get to do something that I that I love um yeah. I'm really excited to start diving into more disc golf and like giving back and and um facilitating growth in the climate that we're in um like I've been to a few of the you play events and that's that's joy because that's right right coming back to yeah. my teacher roots um that's what I I really find joy when kids are like I want to be here and I <laughs> want to listen to what you have to say this is interesting and I I'm interested um yeah. I think like that was long winded. I think I got through. So where I'm at now, I guess I didn't, I didn't land there. Disc golf. I quit my job. I'm on the disc golf pro tour. Now yeah. I was awarded a 
um, tour car exemption because I wasn't able to actually qualify based on my points because I was teaching. I filled out a little form. The pro tour said, yeah, we'll give you one. We'll sell, we'll sell one to you. Um, and I, and I, I even said, I was like, I know if I have a tour card and can go to these events, I will be a top 40 player. And yeah. I'm seeing that we're seeing that I've yep. cashed now at, at every event I've played in. Um, I had, I got a top 10 at music city open after taking an eight on a, on a par three. Yeah. <laughs> so it is never over. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm finding success in yeah. my my play in my um my, I wanted to say social game I've been watching Survivor like my <laughs> my social connections yes for sure <laughs> um it's, it's been a really great opportunity that I have been blessed with not everyone yeah. gets the opportunity to do this yeah it's been so fun to to just watch you get out there and I think you make such a good point that this way of life is very cool and like there's a lot of um opportunity and joy there but it's it's easy to romanticize and forget that it's still a job like <laughs> at the end of the day and it's not for everybody you know it, it doesn't have to be that but for the folks that are you know touring you've been hitting every weekend and so that cash streak is awesome but that's a lot of work um not taking breaks and just getting after it. Um, I'm curious, you you already had mentioned this because to your point, when we played that round back in 2020, you were definitely a power forehander, uh, which added to the intrigue for me because I just, man, uh, forehanding is not in my wheelhouse. <laughs> um, I continue to work on it. I've got some touches now a little bit and that's cool and stuff, good. but I... <laughs> I can only imagine, I was thinking about this kind of as I was thinking about talking to you, just the ways in which you've probably watched your game develop because you're practicing on these championship courses all the time and playing them all the time. Uh, so can you speak a little mm -hmm. bit to that, just like the improvements you've seen in the game, things you've even managed to learn so far, just, you know, we're not even quite halfway through the season. Right. Um, great question. So I played a B tier at at in Arkansas in Jonesboro in October. It was at the Disc Side of Heaven on like the FPO yeah. Gold layout, um, just a B tier. So with um, a, lo a lot less pressure because yeah. I wasn't competing against these touring pros, but still still competition there, um, no lack there. But um, that was where I started to like um, I think hole three, hole yes hole three is just like kind of a straight shot. You're really throwing like a, a hyzer. I think it's 315 feet. And until that October, in my mind, I was like, I can hit 300, but like that's that's my max. Sure. So we we pull up there in October. I get to the drive and I and I throw and I throw past the pin and I'm like, whoa! <laughs> I like turn to Mary and I'm like, what what just happened? Right? I don't I don't know what I did differently, but like I just threw really far. Um, and Mary's like, well, you, you are doing something differently. I, I started doing push-ups. <laughs> I, I was like, I've always, I've just been kind of weaker on the upper body. Mm -hmm. I never really worked out. Um, so I was like, I'm going to do 10 push-ups every day. <laughs> right. That sounds so silly. 10 and they're not even push-ups. They're on my knees, sure. but I'm making sure I'm going all the way down. I'm yeah, breathing. Yeah. No, I'm doing 10 push-ups every day <laughs> and I've gained 50 feet of distance. I'm like, <laughs> 
this is it is no of course that's not it but like so i consistent i'm still doing my 10 push-ups a day (laughs) um but really what i've found that helped me with my 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 distance was confidence and like um positive positive self-talk like i can do this if you keep saying you can't well you can't then all right there is no getting better um and then DGA makes beautiful understable discs. They have over overstable as well. Um, but I I started throwing the vortex. I started throwing the sail things that are very flippy, like negative five in the turn, negative three in the turn. And um, for a right hand backhand player, for me now throwing about fifty percent, they're still gonna turn over. But initially, when I started throwing DGA back in October, back in that. Um, a year ago two years ago it was like i'm 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 getting these to go barely straight and they're still kind of fading what is what is going on here and so i could really film myself and and find what in my form is kind of causing this disc to not do what it's supposed to i know numbers we don't need to live by the numbers but if a disc is supposed to be extremely understable we should eventually be able to get it to turn right, no matter our arm speed, our power, our, our strength. Um, and so just constant repetitions of throwing the same vortex over and over again and and trying to make sure that I'm releasing it the same, right? Just trying to throw it flat and let it glide out and hopefully finish to the right. And then I started to realize, okay, you are – you're um, we all have the power, I think, inside of it. It's how do you get that kinetic energy through your body into the disc? Um, I feel I can like see when people are really trying to put the power into the disc and it doesn't translate versus um, if you watch someone like, I mean, like Paige or Katrina or like any of those notable FPO is like the whole motion from start to finish of their throw is fluid and it, and it it goes from the tip of their toes through the disc. So really trying to feel that energy move and be um, cognizant of it and realize that I really tried to focus on that. I mean, when we're amateurs or when we're just playing for fun, it doesn't matter. I'm just trying to get around the tree and and make my putt. (laughs) So when you're really starting to take your game, you want to take your game to that next level is when you start to focus on those specific things Um, with the age of technology that we're in. I can go pull up any form that I want and and watch. Um, So another thing that I've really picked up from, from being on tour is practice rounds. It's kind of like a wild, wild west free for all. They give us a Google sheet and time slots and it's just all right the the google sheet's out here you go and it's first to click into it and get the time slot you want and then it's just like well crap i want to go at 9 a.m or i have other obligations so it looks like i'm playing with holland and raven which you know like you may not know them on a personal level or like be friends but you get to now watch two different styles of of disc golf throw so i've really enjoyed getting to watch like today i played with um ella hansen and danny clyden um castaplast in disc mania throwers and like yeah. ella is your standard power oh just a hyzer <laughs> on a backhand just mashing a forehand so like i get to see that and for me i'm like okay if she's you know up at that give her a 90 you know i know i can throw throws that match the her throw but maybe at an 80 right so like i can see the line but um, applying what right. my ability is. Sure. Or Danny is more of like a flex thrower out of the hand. So now I get to see this 
this flex Anheuser flex that I, I don't personally, um, I would say bag that throw, it's not comfortable for me, but it is useful and like, um, a skill to use. Like having throws is never a bad thing. So being able to throw a a multitude of shots is going to bring your game to the next level. Yeah. That's awesome. So like you mentioned, it's, it's a pretty big leap, um, packing everything up and getting out on tour. So I'd love to hear some more about that. What has been the most surprising thing or one of the most surprising Mm -hmm. things for you on tour so far? Honestly, how, how successful I've been. I was Mm -hmm. really just trying to to hit last cash and I was like, I'm going to be thrilled if I got last cash in every event. Um, now, now I've had to change my goals. So that's been really cool to see is like, yeah, that that's the bar is too low. I got to set that <laughs> higher. And that's for me, like that doesn't sound very humble. And I don't like, you know, like I'm doing so great. I'm <laughs> awesome. Like, but like, I, I, I feel that I am doing awesome. And that yeah. doesn't, it doesn't have to bring anybody else down just because I'm doing good. Um, But I, but I do like recognize that it's time to, to step up things that have been really interesting about touring in terms of like non disc golf. So we are in a truck and a, a camper trailer, just uh towing it. I have like mechanical failure phobia. Mm-hmm. It's super irrational. I'm, I've never that I recall had anything fail. That's freak. But like, I can't sleep in a car. I can't sleep on a plane. I just like yeah freaks me out but I've I have very quickly been okay with driving the truck and trailer it's not gonna fly off it hasn't yet um but the the most interesting yet we drove from Kansas City to Vegas which is like I think it was 25 hours um but we left on Valentine's Day February and February I mean that's just like the worst of winter for Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma. And so we're driving and we get about eight hours, a good day of driving. And we check the weather and we're like, there is a blizzard that's going to come through in the next eight hours. So we had to continue driving. So we drove like 16 hours in those first 28 hours because we had to miss this, like it it snowed 24 inches on the, like when we got like, 50 miles ahead of the storm it was it was crazy driving in the snow with a camper is not ideal you never want to do that Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was terrifying um so I'm glad to be in better weather now what else has been um interesting or like hmm um like camper like so van life camper life in the um in the pro tour some pro tour events were allowed to stay in a lot overnight for the week while we practice it's secluded for the tour card players um so that's been a very interesting uh i think that's maybe what everyone would kind of think it is is like kumbaya we all are sitting outside <laughs> of our vans and like and, and a lot of people are right it, yeah. it is this very much so like we're we're all alone mm-hmm. together traveling from place to place it's like oh yeah see you at the next one well, I was I was thinking like even as you were talking about, you know, the confidence and everything else, like really all of you are kind of running your own business. Like you are your worker bee and your boss. And so like 
you need to have that confidence. You need to have those check-ins with yourself of like, okay, what is the next step? What is the next goal? Because if if this is going to, you know, continue and be profitable, I've got to figure these things out. So I think I've, I guess I've just never really thought of it that way before, but I think that's, that's probably really, you know, what it is like you've got to advocate for yourself and you got to get after it because you're mm-hmm. you are a self-employed disc golfer even though you're sponsored it's still That's up exactly to you right. to get it done <laughs> yes yep and 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 having mary my fiance as yeah. a she i can't i could not i could play physically but i could not operate and and like I said, be my own boss and worker and all of these things yeah. without her. Totally. She has my Google documents with <laughs> like where we're staying from week to week. Like she is doing all of the things, contacting all of the people um, and just letting me focus on my play and, and, and really yeah. like decreases the stress. It's, it's been awesome. Um, yeah. We're also vending for DGA. We're selling oh, awesome. stock discs for DGA at every fly mart on the pro tour event that, allows us to which oh, most cool. do on that like saturday mm-hmm. like right. the the hangout party just to set, sell our wares so that's been yeah. an awesome opportunity for us to gain money to spread the like dga word most people haven't heard of dga unless yeah. you are maybe um over here on the west coast in california um so it's been awesome to be like hey you need this disc throw it <laughs> and, like i just i sold a, a a gentleman a pipeline and he posted and he was like you're right. It flies straight. And he like posted a picture <laughs> of it under the, under the basket. And I'm like, yeah, throw oh, more DGA. Exactly. That's awesome. Well, I want to interrupt you to ask you then, cause this is a question I really want to ask you. Cause to your point, I have not thrown much DGA. So I am mm-hmm. a mid 700s rated player. I throw a lot of lightweight stuff. I do throw a lot of understable-ish stuff. Um, I like mm-hmm. plastic that feels gummy, kind of sticky in my hand. Uh, what what DGA right. what DGA discs should I throw? So DGA's got like I said, um, I think um, mostly understable. Really, um, if we're gonna go gummy, we're thinking of the PL plastic. Okay, um, it's kind of like the the Star G Star or uh, I can't yeah. think of any other company. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, that gummy plastic. Uh, the SP is like sparkle. It's like your champion, the clear see through, um, stiffer, firmer. Um, I prefer as well the PL. Almost my entire bag is yeah. that soft PL plastic. Um, really understable is going to be the Vortex. It's a seven speed. Um, I believe it's Katrina Allen. She kind of helped make it essentially for DGA. That was not in their lineup until last year. Oh wow. Um, seven speed again. It's it's a pre. Um, what she describes it as is like she wanted a disc that flew like a fairway, but she could throw it like a mid range. Um, so thinking about her arm speed and her physical ability like right she can throw that thing pretty gently and it's gonna glide like a fairway um a a step up we do have a sail it's a i think an 11 speed but it is like a negative five on the turn so kind of like a mamba i believe from innova um or like a like a td maybe from disc mania it's pretty um understable as well and with both of those discs they come in a, um, a range of weight so we've got the lightweight 150 classes all the way up to the nice. 175s um and then and then there's some some discs that their numbers don't say are understable but they kind of fly understable so like the pipeline it's like an eight speed it's eight five zero two so it sounds like more of a, a t-bird and for maybe 
faster arm speed. The T-Bird is like a straight flying discs, but zero two tells me it's not going to really turn and it's going to fade kind of heavily. I think it's more of like a minus one, one more of that neutral, right kind of like a river or, um, or an FD kind of disc, awesome. a pretty smaller rim. So I think it fits nice in, in the hand. I like that a lot. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to check out one or two of those recommendations because I can't stop buying discs as much as I try because it's always like, this is going to be the one. This is going to be the game changer. Because every now and then it happens and it's, uh, gosh, that's how we, mm-hmm. how the disc golf business keeps going. But anyway, <laughs> that's true. I'm going to make all my putts if I just find the right putter. <laughs> awesome. That's right. uh, California. And it was, um, it was an emotional weekend. It was, it was, um, it was really hard to focus on playing disc golf. There was a lot of like, um, just issues going around with maybe some hate. Um, people can have their opinions. It is, it is fair to maybe not understand fully trans humans and their, um, and their transition where they're at. And that's okay to have those opinions, but actions um, upon yeah. that to like negate the human is it, it really was hard to kind of swallow for me and yeah. to, to hear those things while I'm warming up, while I'm making practice putts from other caddies, from other FPO and MPO players is like, I don't need to hear this hate. And like, I'm a part of the community. I'm, I'm not a, a trans woman, but I am a gay woman. Like, it does it does feel like an unsafe environment that mm. it, it 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 felt like that was the first time for me i had felt unsafe in a disc golf pro tour or a disc golf event and it was it was really hard like i cried before my second round from mm. from things that happened um but i but i but i understand like like said, opinions and viewpoints and so if we can have discussions which i i we're not having um, communication between, I don't want to say groups because I don't right. want to be divided and I don't want to create a division. We are FPO, we're players, we're disc golfers there, we're, you know, so we're right. disc golfers. So let's just have a communication and a conversation about issues that we feel are, are occurring. Um, yeah. We had, a, we had a group of women have a dress code and that felt just it, I, I taught high school. It was bullying, and yeah. and just to to see bullying happen to one specific person, yeah, was it was sad. It was it was sad to me. Yeah. So just to to move forward and hope that we can bring some positivity and like human humanity into yeah. the sport again would be would be wonderful. Um, again, like we I don't I and I also I tried to I tried to talk with some people and it's like I don't I don't want to talk to you and like sway your opinion about trans rights and transhuman but like i i, I just want to be nice yeah. to people so I, I really tried to push that and really tried to like find the happiness in in that and and realize that hate produces hate and and, and negativity and if i can somehow spread some positivity karma go it, it all comes around and and no matter what doing what's right to me is what's the most important yeah 
So sure. regardless of like, I, I, I didn't, I mean, I, I'm speaking this and saying this, and I haven't talked to sponsorships. Um, I, I feel like I've aligned myself with the right people um, from under par from DGA and from great lakes. And they will support me for saying what I'm saying, but I don't think that I'm saying anything radical at all. Sure. Or um, I think it's, it's pretty fair for me to say. So I think it's time to start having conversations and in, instead of like being online and, and yeah. posting things about people or just like the hate. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. And I'm so sorry that it's been, it's been hard. It's really unfortunate, you know, you're getting to do this thing that you love and, and everybody else is too. Like if you didn't love disc golf, if you didn't love the tour life, good night, why are you doing it? Because like, it's not like, you know, the majority even of FPO is getting super rich or or anything else. There is a a love of the game and a love of the flight of the disc. And um and that's something that we should be able to to come together on. Um and I really appreciate what you said about, you know, hate spurring on hate. That yeah. trying to combat the hate with more hate. Um because I certainly have have seen that online too. And it, and it hurts my heart because I try to speak out. I try to say the things that are important. And then sometimes people who are even supporting my position, I won't stand for any dehumanizing. Like we can't dehumanize even the dehumanizers because that just uh, makes it worse. Um, Right. Right. Stooping to a lower level doesn't, doesn't make good. Yeah, for sure. Um, I was very heartened, and I'll I'll share with you. We had the Diva Spring Fever out here last weekend, um, and I'm still getting back into shape. So I I dropped out of the tournament, but uh, walked the the first round with Lupe and carried the water. I was the water girl on the card, and it was just an absolute blast. It was so <laughs> awesome to be with everybody, uh, and that's such a special tournament and a special time. And I certainly wasn't, you know, with everybody, but my gosh, the vibes were good. And, uh, you know, Lupe had her good. trans people belong here shirt on and like, yeah, while I was there, awesome. there was nothing but joy about that. Um, people mm-hmm. didn't come up to her to fight her. They came up to her and say like, yeah, right on. Um, and yeah. yeah, that was, that was cool to have, um, something feel, you know, inclusive. And I just love that event because that was like my first event at when I got into disc golf and it was like, Oh my gosh, all these people are as into disc golf as I am. Like and They're all women. And Oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. And, and hopefully we can get back to a place of um, more acceptance, more in- inclusivity and uh, yeah. Spreading that joy, spreading that love because there's just something, man, I was playing this week and like, when you throw the disc right, there's just nothing like it. Like, it's just the coolest thing. And that has traditionally been one of the things that's really cool about disc golf is we can all just stand there and be like, dude, good shot. Like, there's nothing Whoa. to argue about yes. here. <laughs> we don't have to get weird. That's we don't exactly even have right. to get insecure. We can just be like, yep, that disc flew like a disc can fly. Let's go. Um, mm-hmm. That's right. 
That's awesome. Well, Ali, thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule. Congratulations on this cash streak. It has been a joy to watch you every weekend. I'm on UDisc and I'm literally just there for you. <laughs> I'm just like, how's Ali doing? Oh, thank you is so she much. Gonna, is she going to keep it up? And it's been, and I am, you know, while I have you, it's been, I'm so proud of you just watching um, your good holes and your bad holes. Like that to me has been very, very fun <laughs> to watch because again, I'm paying attention and you, you're rebounding really well. Like it's, I, I see you have a bad hole and that it, that's not predictive of the rest of the round for you. And that's, I think that's the ticket. That's that confidence. That's that thing you're talking about, man. Like if you can do that, you're going to be just fine. Um, and it's something for all of us to emulate in our games and just, right our lives too, you know, even what we were just talking about now, like it sucks. There's going to be bad days. There's going to be hard days. There's going to be hard things um, as we grow as disc golfers, as we grow as humans. But boy, if we can, can just get to that next hole and have a fresh start, man, it, that's, that's the way to do it. Um, so yeah, I know you gave your shout out to your sponsors. If you want to do that again, let us know where we can find you and support you and all those things. Yeah, absolutely. At discgolf.com for all your DGA needs. Greatlakes.com, greatlakesdisc.com. And you can use code 147050. That's my PDGA number. Saves you 10% off. And under par apparel, there is a shirt that uh, Scott Reek has helped design with me. Um, represents under par. Uh, I squared some math in there. So you can get that shirt at Under Par Apparel. Find a little Ally Smith collections. I believe that's coming out. Um, the pre orders already happened, but you can still get yours now. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, Ali, best of luck to you. And yeah, we'll keep keep watching it out there. And uh, this has been the Ladies of the Chains Disc Golf Podcast. <laughs>